Welcome to Leave It on the Court. My name is Corey Randall. My name is Mustafa. So for this segment, uh, topic for this segment is, does defense win championships? So since this is a hot topic, um, you know, it's always it's a topic that analysts, coaches, and players preach in sports. Um, obviously, we're you know basketball channel. So, what is your what is your take on that? Um, my cha- my my take on it. Um, defense is a part of winning championships, but it's not the end all be all. At the end of the day, you gotta have a, a fully rounded team. Um, you gotta have the personnel that supports uh, you being able to make adjustments in the game uh, and throughout the series on defense and offense. Uh, uh, Me personally, along with some other people, believe that you need at least two superstars on your team to win to be successful. I I, I also think, you know, you need two two superstars and an X-Factor player. You need, like, a guy that, you know, maybe a fringe all-star player, like a Chris Middleton or... Uh, you say a Draymond Green, or like somebody on your team that you can rely on outside of, um, you know, the, the other two star players that you may have, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I think you, you need to be well-rounded. You can't just say, uh, I'm going to just, you know, do it on defense and we'll come along offensively. I mean, yeah, if you have the right personnel, but not if, not if you're like, uh, a team like how Chicago Bulls were when they were, uh, when Derrick Rose won MVP, you know, he was like the major source of scoring. The rest right. of the team really couldn't do it on the other side of the ball that consistently. Mm-hmm. I say so. You need both. True. Um, yeah, I think I think Bulls could have gone a lot further if if they had had like a more developed Jimmy Butler at the time. For what he's come into at that time, he's primarily uh, we want to put you on offense to guard LeBron and this and that, and then everybody else is more of a defensive player, you know, Luol Dang and Joe Kim Noah and all them. But uh, yeah, I definitely think you, you obviously you need both in order to win. Um, my issue with the statement is more like it kind of gives off the impression that if you can play D that you're going to win. I think defense can carry you far, but at the end of the day, the best defensive players, you know, in the world aren't going to stop the best offensive players. I don't care who you are. You play great D on on MJ. You play great D on Kobe. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop LeBron. You're not going to stop KD. The point is to limit them. Um, even even with Kobe saying Tony Allen's the best defender he's ever faced, Tony Allen's not gonna stop him. He's just gonna make him work for his buckets. Um, you know, but when you look at some of the teams, only one team that has been a top tier defensive team and not that great of an offensive team that won a championship was Detroit Pistons beating the Lakers. And I also think with that series, the Lakers were dealing with some internal issues. I feel like Kobe and Shaq were kind of there was a lot of tension there, which kind of led to their them them losing that series. But other than that, like you look at the Knicks losing to the Spurs, um, you know, they, both of those were top two like defensive teams in that season. And 
the Spurs won because they had offense. They had guys they could go to. You can go to Tim Duncan. You can go to, you know, Dave Robinson. You can get clutch buckets. You can get clutch shots while the Knicks didn't really have that. Um, and when you think about it, in, in certain games, there are some teams who who lose out because they don't have a go-to guy or a guy to rely on in the fourth quarter. When you look at the Jazz, the Jazz for the past few seasons have been a really great offense, defensive team, and that's mainly because of Rudy Gobert. But then it's on offense. You don't have that go-to guy. They have uh, you know, developing young star in Donovan Mitchell, but he still isn't that guy as of yet. We will be able to see soon enough. Who knows? Um uh, but that's just that's just my take on that. Like you need both. You need to be able to score the ball, but you also need to defend. And when you look at certain teams, especially juggernaut teams like the Warriors, the first thing that comes to mind if you're an opposing team, like what are you thinking? You're thinking, how am I going to stop these guys? Which is defense, but you're thinking, how am I going to stop these guys because their offense is so potent? Um, so that's just my take on that. And you know, obviously. The, be- the better, higher ranked and stuff that you are in both both uh, areas, you know, the better your chances are to be successful and win a championship. Yeah, I agree. Um, however, uh, you did say something about um, the internal issues with the Lakers. And this is what I, I pick, um, piggyback of probably something I said earlier. Mm. L- luck is involved. Like, yeah. Man, no matter what year it is, man, there's always something that aids a team to to better, you know, help them win in a championship. Whether that's injuries, that's internal issues, that's a, a mental breakdown or a mistake that's being made that costs a team more than, you know, it may, it may seem like one game, but it's more than one game just by one, you know, silly decision, you know. Right. There's a there's a lot that goes into it, man, and um, yeah, you do need to have a guy that go to guy because you, it's really about you look you gotta look at the matchups. Like, all right, let's say for example, you know the opposing team has KD. You gotta have somebody who can match up with that guy because, like you said, this guy, you know, you can play great defense, but you're not gonna you're not gonna stop this guy every single possession and every single play. He's gonna get his buckets. Right. It's a matter of making it difficult for him and making him think more on the court. But right. you got to have a guy that can give it to him as well. Like give him, if you oh give me six buckets straight, uh, you know seven, you know back to back. You need that, right? And and also that's not for me to you know discredit um, the Pistons. Um, I think the cool thing about the Pistons is you didn't have you didn't have like a big star guy. You had everybody. It was kind of like an even playing field. Everybody understood the role, so there's no ego. So then you're willing to defer to guys and share the ball. So they didn't really have a go-to guy, but they had guys who could make big plays, whether that was Ben Wallace on defense. You know, Chauncey Billups has the name Mr. Big Shot for a reason uh, to hit big shots, Rasheed Wallace, whoever it was. Uh, but who are you just talking about? Oh, the Warriors. Because even if you, if you look at the Warriors, when the Rockets went to seven games and Chris Paul was hurt, uh, late in game five and he missed game six and seven like people try to look at well you know the Warriors won because of their their great defense and to me it was like that game seven bruh Rockets missed I, I forgot what it was 25 27 straight threes or something like that and a lot of that to me 
had nothing to do, like not nothing to do with defense, but a lot of it was just missed shots because these guys were missing shots that they normally make. I think Ariza was like 0 of 9 from 3. You know, you had a lot of guys who were just off. And it, that, to me, that was just the thing about defensive rating, too, that can be kind of misconstrued is if you're missing shots, you could be missing wide open shots and you're boosting the defensive rating of the other team. And they didn't even really do much. And, um, you know, and I thought Rockets did a good job in that series of forcing the Warriors out of their element, which is a lot of ball movement and screens. What they did was force KD into an ISO situation. Be like, okay, KD's going to score 40, 50, whatever, but he's not going to win. He's not going to score 100 points and outscore everybody, which disrupted everything. But, uh, but yeah, I think just chemistry, just knowing your roles. And also, it also comes down to the coach. Um, who was coaching the Pistons at that time? Larry Brown. Larry Brown, yeah. Like, knowing how to put guys together, knowing how to, you know, whenever, you, whenever you're going to add somebody on your team, you want to be able to not just look at the negatives of, you know, their deficiencies of the player, but you want to look at what they're best at and put them in the right roles to be successful. So, you know, that's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, defense does get a little misconstrued, but for me, and this is why I'm not cr- too, too crazy on stats. Stats mm-hmm. are good. They're a good measuring stick at times, but I think with defense, like, you got to measure a team's intensity and how that's affecting you know, a team's offense. Are they speeding up the uh, opposing team's offense? Do they have control over the game? How are they controlling the pace? Uh, You know, stuff like that. Can they play without fouling? Because if you're going to, like, play real aggressive defense and you're fouling every possession, it's like, I mean, you're not really helping your team because you rack up enough fouls, it's going to, your coach has some decisions to make. If you're an important player on the team, that's not helping you. Yeah, and um, you're just giving them, like, free throws and stuff. Yeah, you're giving up free throws, easy easy buckets, and those come to bite you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep.